Hello, hola, bonjour, zdravete. Welcome to Comcast, your favorite communication science podcast with Preslava and Lina. Uh, and today's episode, it's called Graduation and then what? Where we're going to talk all about what is possible after graduation, what skills we need and how university plays a role in all that. And what actually me and Lina want to do um, after we get that diploma. So maybe we can f- first start with uh, introducing ourselves. Sure. Hi, I'm Lina. I'm a third year communication science student at the University of Twente. And I'm hopefully going to graduate soon. So this is going to be a very interesting talk because, yeah, I'm just super excited to get into the work field and to see what's even possible. And yeah, it's just an exciting time in general. Yeah, I very much agree. It's uh, especially after studying all these like two and a half years it's suddenly that we have to think about <laughs> all of that, like the w- joining the workforce or uh, doing a master, mm-hmm. uh, what it's direction. Scary. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very um, uncertain. Um, so it's very nice to hear what other professionals are doing in the uh, right now and also what other students are thinking of doing. So in general, I'm very curious of what we're going to talk about yeah especially because there are just so many different things you can do with communication Mm -hmm. like there's so many different fields like you can go in marketing you can go do pr or like corporate communication there are just so many different fields and just everything is so broad and i feel like with other studies you don't really have that like you already kind of have a clear direction of what you can go into like medicine for example you kind of know that you're gonna be a doctor of some sort but for us it's just like what can you actually do? There's just so many things that you can do. And yeah. it's just super broad. Also, my parents, for example, they just don't know what I'm doing. Like, yeah, <laughs> do you have the same experience? <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. Because uh, when we talk about it and I'm trying to explain it, is it just goes in all of the directions and then it just gets so messy. Uh, and I just, the first thing I just say is marketing, you know. Uh, but then just there's so much like uh, the things you mentioned, like also data analysis, um, like culture communication, all of that is just very, very broad. Uh, but that means that we also have a lot of options. So I'm yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm optimistic about my future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so good that we can discuss that today. Actually, mm. what's possible because you just have so many more directions than marketing that you can go into. Then what are you interested in? Honestly, marketing. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, like we did company visits and interviews with Mm. a lot of alumni of communication science. Yeah. um, Where I got some more insights. So, like one of the interviews, for example, was a campaign manager and Mm. the other was a social media and content marketeer, which is also like kind of the direction I'm interested in. And because I also have a student job right now as a social media manager and copywriter for a startup. Mm -hmm. And I would love to do stuff like that in the future. Just like being able to write stuff and being creative, doing some visual designs, just stuff that's like aesthetically and like verbally pleasing, I guess. (laughs) And yeah, at least that's what I want to start with. But I'm not sure if I want to do that all my life. So yeah, we'll see. Mm How is it for you, though? Um, I, uh, I already mentioned ma- uh, like culture communication or yeah, like this is, uh, ma- I'm very not, uh, certain of what I want to do just because there's a lot of options, but I, I would love to be part of the culture change. 
Uh, that's what I'm, uh, I also uh, talk with one person who is a professional in that field. Uh, and uh, she was and she gave me a lot of insight as well. And she made me realize that it is actually the direction I want to go to. Oh, uh, that's nice. Yeah. So uh, it is very useful to talk with professionals that actually know what they're doing uh, and not only think about it yourself. And yeah, uh, exactly. It's always nice to like hear about what people that are already working in the field can tell about it because yeah. it can give you better insights than just yeah. like hearing about it in general. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And what about the company visits then? Like, uh, Because that's uh, quite different than uh, interviews with professionals because then you can see um, their office and all of that, like just their culture. Um, how did you like them? Well, I really enjoyed the company visits actually, even though it was not particularly everything like the fields were not all interesting to me. Mm -hmm. So some of them were more on the technical side. And mm -hmm. so that was not particularly something that I would like to do in the future. But it was just great to see like what other options there are. Mm -hmm. And yeah, to just see what's possible. Um, because also like just going to an office is just such a different thing to for experience. Sure. Because you just don't know how it looks like, like mm -hmm. the workplace and stuff. How is that for you though? Yeah, uh, I think I had similar experience. Um, I was n I'm not particularly interested in uh, any of them, though. I really uh, we saw um, Thales, uh, and I was really not uh, not uh, sure what they can uh, do, you know, like as a communication professional in that field. But then I I we saw that uh, there are s like different types of things that. Uh, company needs and that we can help them uh, with so it was also as you said like very nice to see what the different options because I didn't even know about um, all of that um, mm -hmm. so it, it was great and also just um, seeing actually professionals and uh, how they present themselves how they um, uh, give a presentation how they explain what they're doing it, w it was very insightful uh, and it helped me very much gain a uh, clear picture of what there is. Yeah, so was there like one company maybe that stood out to you? Like did they do something different than the other companies that was maybe mm. just nice? Like how you would like your company culture maybe to be? Um, yeah, actually, uh, it was uh, very nice to see the culture in AdWise. It's um, a company that is very open and uh, progressive and I saw the office and it was very um, uh, there were so many uh, different places that you can uh, go work at so they had uh, like the own rooms that you can just like concentrate or maybe have a meeting uh, then they had like these open big spaces where you could still focus on your work but uh, be social because that's very important for me I'm a very social person that like just <laughs> wants to chat uh, and meet people so yeah it was very um, kind of <laughs> set my standard to uh, <laughs> what I uh, want my office to look like or like future job or whatever and everybody in the office seemed very um, yeah in a good mood <laughs> you know I think uh, that's uh, particularly for us uh, like as a Gen Z, what we we really want, like to to feel good when going to the office, and all of that. Um, but that's just me. I don't know about you. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I think the same. So, like 
uh, one company that stood out most to me was, for example, NetApp, mm. because they just had like it was a huge building, by the way. Mm. It was just really, really big, and there were a lot of different sectors. But within all of these sectors, there were always like spaces where you could also do fun stuff so for example there was like a climbing wall or a ping pong table yeah it was crazy and um like you also had all of these open offices and open spaces where you could just sit and like talk to people and just meet up and i think that's super important that you have like this um balance between work and fun because that also makes you motivated to go actually to work and yeah, as you said, with Gen mm-hmm. Z already, mm-hmm. like we, I feel like our generation is really changing, like how we approach work. I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I, uh, that's what one of the things that uh, stood up with me uh, with the interviews that I did with the culture um, change management uh, professional. Uh, she said exactly this that uh, right now. Uh, something that companies are really uh, paying attention to is uh, Gen Z and like the future workforce that is coming in. Um, And companies are already thinking how uh, future professionals are going to get into their job. So um, it it is very important also, I think, (laughs) for what I want to do, looking into how Gen Z is uh, changing and how Gen Z is different than what happened, uh, what is uh, happened to like 50 years ago or something, because we really want to um, have fun at work, as I said before, and uh, companies need to provide that for us and have to adapt to yeah to the future yes exactly like what also changed a lot in the past years is that people are now working remotely for example like during the pandemic like everyone like had to work at home obviously Mm -hmm. and even like afterwards you can still see that there's like still that it's still normal to work from home and a lot of people actually do that now and yeah actually it was like very interesting because with my interviewees um like they both had very differing opinions on that oh really so like one of them like um he works from home permanently Mm -hmm. and he said he likes it actually way more than working in the office because he's just more flexible Hmm. but the other person was like oh i really like to go to the office because like it's just helpful to stay up to date because when you're like working from home it can be that you can like have a lot of miscommunications with your colleagues and ah, stuff that's very because true. you just can't like communicate with them effectively at the moment mm-hmm. so you always have mm-hmm. to send mails or ask for a meeting or something yeah and just like wait for it like even if you have like i don't know um whatsapp message or like discord or something like that it's very like you have to wait and it's very easy to when you're in the office to just go up to them and be like okay hey i have this problem have one minute conversation with them and then it's done mm-hmm. uh while remotely it just takes so much longer and yeah. that's what i like m- most just connecting with people and that makes my work way more fun and enjoyable um and another thing that was very interesting from the interview i i mentioned before was that uh gen z don't want very stable jobs uh and the moment they see that something that they don't like or like that they don't like what they're doing they're just like okay i'm i have the freedom to just go and pursue what i really like so um and just experiment with their skills and um 
yeah, the future. Yeah, for sure. I can totally relate to that. Like mm. I also said earlier, that I'm not really sure what I want to do in my future permanently. And I think that also a lot of young people can relate to that, that they maybe have an idea of what they like to do. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you're not staying in your job until you retire anymore. Like it's more like that you maybe switch up jobs, mm-hmm. even switch up careers and stuff. Like yeah. You can see it's so much happening that people from a totally different background just get started in another field. And I feel like with communication science as well, it's like such a fluid um, study mm-hmm. that you can like pursue so many different fields with just one diploma, basically. Yeah, and it's very important to adapt uh, to uh, your surroundings and like your changing, um, yeah, your changing field exactly because it's very fluid. And that's one of the important skills that you need uh, as a communication professional, yeah, I think. Yeah, the ability adap- to adapt, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And uh, also f- working from home with, like, with the pandemic. Now we're kind of post-pandemic, of course. But I think this just made us see what we could excel in and what we, can we should uh, work on, just as a skill set, you know? Yeah, I also talked about that with my interviews, actually. Hmm. So one of them is working remote permanently. And he said yeah. that it's actually harder than working in the office because you just need to be way more structured and disciplined. Like you need to be able to plan your day really effectively. I feel like that's not for me. That's why I would personally like to work in an office, mm-hmm. I think. Because like, yeah, my structure sometimes sucks a bit. <laughs> um, but even though... Working remotely still gives you, like, the freedom of doing more stuff, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I would still like to work in an office, I think. Yeah, same. But what I also thought was very, very interesting regarding skills. My interviewee, um, I'm going to show it to you. Okay, great. That's what my interviewee said. (laughs) I have to say that almost, like, if I have to give you a percentage, I would say, like, 20% of the things that I learned in uni... um, uh, no matter if it is the bachelor or the master's I'm talking about, it's like about 20% that I can apply um, on my job. So yeah, what he basically says is like that he thinks like 20% of the skills that he learned at university is what he can actually apply to the job and 80% of the skills he learned while he was in the work mm-hmm. field himself. Um, do you th- like? Would you agree with that? This is very interesting because... Um, I I do like to for to some extent agree, uh, but also disagree because um, it is uh, true that practical stuff you can't really learn in university. Uh, even though like you do projects and stuff, it's way different in on the work for, uh, field. But um, I think just uh, what also one wha- what one of my interviewees said. Oh yeah, uh, I can play it for you. Everything that you are learning at the moment mm-hmm. um, is really important for what you may do in the future. Um, but it's rather that you need this background mm-hmm. uh, information. But um, then when when you start uh, working, you it, at the beginning, it's really good to, to have all this in mind. Mm-hmm. And when setting up a concept or a strategy, for example, during the last one, the first one or two years, I, I uh, sometimes, um, yeah, 
uh, looked for my books and really uh, looked up something. Yeah. Um, but then you get more and more practice and then you like keep it a bit away, <laughs> the books, and really do what you have learned in practice. What she said was that uh, what I also uh, think is that um, you have this background of uh, what you learned in university, like all of the theoretical things and everything that you uh, that you need to prepare um, for the workforce. Uh, but then, uh, so in the beginning, you use it until you get used to all of that and like until you get in the rhythm of uh, all the theories or like just all the methods that you can use and uh, apply in your day-to-day -day life. So, um, yeah, I think... Uh, I would very much use uh, what we learned, but also at some point it's just gonna be I will I will know it, you know. Mm -hmm. So I will not have to look in the books or something or just in my notes, um, which is very interesting and it's a very <laughs> a big contrast with what your your interview said. Well, I would agree that probably most of the hard skills, like for example technical skills and mm -hmm. stuff, like you don't really learn them at university. So that's like very job specific, I would say. And yeah, like it's based on your personal interests. So probably a lot of hard skills you actually learn at the job. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of soft skills or like also like professional and 21st century skills that we actually learned at university. Actually, a few weeks ago, we let other people rate the skills that Ooh, we already learned. True, true. So um, yeah, like uh, what were your results on that actually? Um, for me, <laughs> it was kind of, shocking but <laughs> not really um people said that i'm very social and that i care a lot about others and uh what uh, like how uh, they're feeling and how i can help them um so uh talking skills and all that it was great um so i kind of already knew that um but also it showed that i'm not that good at um the leadership part uh which I really want to uh, work on. Um, so it was kind of like, yeah, uh, actually, I, I do know that. And it's nice that I, that uh, what I think uh, about me, that I'm, uh, that I'm very self-aware uh, of, of what's happening. Um, so, yeah, it, w it, w it was interesting because uh, I was talking before about socializing and wanting to have this kind of environment in my office, you know. So... I think that very much matches uh, what what I wanna what what skills that I have and what I actually am looking for into an office. That's great, yeah. yeah. What about you? What, what what happened? Um, so for me, like I actually scored pretty high on almost all of the categories, which were like thinking skills, leadership skills, and what was the other one? Social skills, mm -hmm. right? And then there was the other one that was more about like or, um, organizational skills and like structural skills, mm -hmm. which I already talked about, yeah. which was perceived as not so well. And I know that myself. <laughs> um, but yeah, the other ones were scored pretty high, especially something like putting yourself in other shoes, yeah. other people's shoes yeah. and like showing empathy and stuff. And when I talked in my interviews, these were also kind of the skills that are really like like people are looking for mm -hmm. so that someone is like proactive in their work and shows curiosity and is also not afraid to do mistakes and also has like a creative side to them of course mm -hmm. but also like it's really important that you can 
like see things from other perspectives and oh yeah um yeah just basically see other visions because yeah that's what we're doing as communication scientists like translate someone else's vision Mm -hmm. in like for others to understand basically yeah and i think that's actually what makes us very important as communication professionals or future ones (laughs) Um, because uh, we are unique in 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 these skills and uh, in this technology world like look at what's happening with the chat gtp and um, gaining it's getting popularity everybody uses it uh, but you cannot replace what we have as people and um communicating is always going to be unique uh for an actual person yeah i do agree on that like with all these technologies advancing i feel like we have to totally adapt to that because um yeah we need to adapt our skills based on these technologies advancing but it was actually very interesting because I also talked in my interview about that with one of my interviews. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm just going to show you what she said about it. Sick. I hear a lot of in the work field as well, I hear a lot of, um, that people just want more their personal experience and the more personal views on things. And I think in the digital world that, get, that you know, gets lost a little bit. So I think maybe in the next five to ten years, the, that personal touch will come back a little bit more. Yeah, mm-hmm. and those the real original communication skills will get back more as well. So yeah, I think that was very interesting what she said because I think the technologies cannot replace us because people want the personal touch, the mm-hmm. human touch back. And that's why I think we as communication scientists are so important because we provide that personal human touch that technologies just can't give us. No, and even if it seems that it's uh, personal and that that is legit you can when you read it and like or listen to it i don't know it's just you you feel the <laughs> the technology in it you know um and the emotions that a real professional brings to to a text or a product is just can cannot be replaced and seeing how like important we are for the uh, labor market uh, I'm wondering, like, what are your plans? F- your plans for the future? Mm-hmm. I for sure know that I first want to like get into the work field and just find something that I like to do. Just explore the field, and yeah, I'm very open to anything. Um, and maybe I could see myself doing a master maybe in the future. But for now, I think I would really just like to get started working. Like, I'm just excited <laughs> to apply my knowledge. Basically, how is it for you? I know a lot of people are just, they they do want to get that touch with a uh, professional field. Uh, but I also know a lot of people who want to do a master. I am currently planning on uh, pursuing that. Uh, but <laughs> we'll see. Who knows uh, where the wind blows, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. This was a very nice conversation with you, Lina. I agree. I think this was it for today uh, at Comcast. Stay tuned for the next episode where we talk about how to survive while you're uh, writing your bachelor thesis. Hanging there 30 years. <laughs> and for all the communication scientists or future communication scientists listening to this, um, the next time someone's asking you what the hell you're actually doing, you can just show them our podcast. Um, because communication science is not only marketing. There are just so many different fields that you can go into. 
Thank you for listening, everybody. This was it from me, Pressy. And Lena. Bye. Adios. Ciao. Au revoir.